This is the Anna Dare podcast. Hello there, it's Anna Dare. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you might also listen to my breakfast show on Triple M Gippsland Monday to Friday, six AM till nine AM. So thanks for doing that. Uh, coming up on today's podcast, I've just got a few random stories to tell you about that I think might give you a little bit of a giggle. I mean, I hope they do. Uh, TV Time Edition obviously comes out on a Friday, but I will just very quickly uh, discuss the the brand new. Uh, reality TV that's hit our screens. Of course, all the big shows kicked off on Monday, including Married at First Sight and we have Survivor Australia and we've also got The Voice. I forgot The Voice was even on, but apparently people watch it. So there you go. Uh, So let's get into that, shall we? To get us started this week, we're going to start with TV. I usually end Friday's podcast episode with TV, but here we go. So, reality TV kick off. I'm an Aussie Survivor fan, and to be honest, this is really the only time of the year that I even watch free-to-air television. I never watch it. I'm a big streamer. I can't stand ads, so I would much prefer to stream my shows, and I also like to binge watch as well and watch, you know, four, five, six sometimes eight episodes in a row. (laughs) So that's why I've moved away from free-to-air TV over the last few years. But you know what? I do love Aussie Survivor. So I'm watching that as it is, 7.30 each night. I actually have to watch it in my bed because that's the only place in the house that I can watch free-to-air TV. That's all right. It's a nice change. And Norman, my dog, comes in and sits next to the bed with me while I drink a cup of tea and watch the show. I'm into it. I mean, it's only two eps in as I record this and we've seen Andy go in the first uh, immunity um, tribal council. Sorry, I lost my words there. Now, Andy's played before actually. I think he played back in 2019 and nobody really liked him then. So it was pretty clear that he was going to go early. But this is, of course, blood versus water this season and Australian survivors never done that before, which means that it's two family members playing together. So... But, of course, they had to have a twist and they split the two teams so that they're not officially playing with their family member at the moment. They're playing against them. So Andy's with his sister in the show and very sad for her when they walked on into the reward challenge after that first tribal council and she saw that her brother wasn't there. Uh, But I think she kind of knew because, I mean, I think she knows her brother's a dick. So he was bound to go. He's just a know-it-all. I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, but he's just got a really annoying face and he's just a know-it-all. So he got every he got on everyone's nerves and they got rid of him early. First person gone, which must be a nightmare. And they always say to themselves, oh, it's because I'm such a threat. And it's like, mm, no, I think it's because they didn't like you. Anyway, second ep. How good are the challenges, though, this year? I tell you what, Australian Survivor, their budget is huge. They put a huge amount of time and effort and production work into the challenges. They're huge. They just get bigger and bigger each year and harder, too. I mean, it's a very, very physical game, Australian Survivor, whereas the American one, Yes, okay, there are physical sides to it, of course, but the challenges are not as tough, I don't think, in my opinion, um, the American Survivor Challenges are not as tough as the Aussie ones. The Aussie ones really involve speed, brute strength, uh, endurance. It's a very, very physical game. Whereas the American one, they do a lot more puzzles and they, you know, the food challenges and things like that. They don't do as many hardcore, um, you know, really relentless tough challenges as what the Aussie one does. I don't think. Americans do a few. But I also think the American casting is very different. Australian, The Australian Survivor casting is all about very fit people. 
I guess they want people to look good on telly and they only want people that can handle it, I guess, um, whereas the American one is a bit of a, a broader cast, I think. Anyway, so big challenges, the reward challenge. I thought it was nice of them. I wouldn't have done it. I would have voted no. The reward challenge uh, from the latest step was um, fishing gear and also comfort pillows and tarps and things like that. And uh, the team that won, well, they were given the offer to split the prize and give half to the other team, their, their loved ones, and they did. They gave them, they kept fishing gear and gave them all comfort. I thought, no, don't do that. <laughs> that was a dumb move. You should have kept the whole lot. Uh, that's how I would play. <laughs> Not that I would ever play. I, there's no way I could do it. When they were showing the scenes where it's like 41 degrees in the outback, Oh, no, thank you. I would die. I would much rather watch from my bed with my cup of tea and my fan and my dog. Thank you. Anyway, I think it's going to be a great season of Survivor. I'm here for it. Now, we've got Maths, Married at First Sight. I have never watched a full season of this show because it's revolting, but I always start off watching it. So I do... I like the weddings and I like the honeymoons and that's pretty much when I give up on the show because that's when it gets really revolting. Like that's when they're, you know, when they move into those apartments together and they start living together and the cheating happens and the fighting and the bitching and the dinner parties and the throwing of wine and that's that's when it gets to the point where I go, what, why are you watching this? What are you doing with your life? This is utter garbage. These people are revolting. So I'm watching it at the moment on catch up, just on nine now. It's on the following day. Obviously, I can't watch it as it is. So I'm not, I haven't seen season two, uh, sorry, ep two yet. I've only seen the first episode as I record this. I'll be finishing recording this, going home and watching the second ep, which looks pretty meow, as in, you know, the two hot people are hooking up apparently. And there's a bit of, um, you know, massaging with oils and G strings and all sorts, you know, the ads that I've seen. So. You know, who doesn't like seeing two hot people get it on? Everyone does. I mean, there's a whole industry about that. Anyway, I will continue to watch maths. I will have my opinion on it uh, until I give up. I'm, I probably won't see the whole season through, particularly because I can just read the recap the next day. I like to go to Pedestrian TV. Um, they're a, a great pop culture, Aussie pop culture site, and they do a recap, and it's generally pretty funny. So when I give up on watching it, I just read the recap so I can follow along. I still know what's going on. Uh, so that is my reality TV <laughs> chat with you. How about this, though, for entertainment news? This is really like it's like nobody asked for this but we're giving it to you anyway I'm assuming they have all run out of money they must have because why else would the next installment in the Jackass series Jackass Forever (laughs) hit Aussie cinemas it's coming out Thursday which is tomorrow as I record this Uh, it's crazy because Johnny Knoxville Johnny Knoxville the star obviously the guy that created all is 50 He's 50 years old and Steve-O and the rest of the boys, well, they're all in their late 40s. I think, I don't know, Jackass Forever. It's been filmed entirely on location uh, on a cruise ship and a bowls club maybe or when you're temping bowling. All the Americans, they love doing that, don't they? Uh, so at some point after all the injuries, hospitalizations. There's be, there'll be some major surgeries, no doubt. Surely, though, you've saved up enough money to just say no when someone suggests another jackass. They must have all blown their money. They say that 50 is the new 40, don't they? 
but 50 is still too old to be making jackass movies. <laughs> I can't wait to see what some of their, their new stunts are. It's like, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is The Disappearing Hairline. <laughs> I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is School Drop-Off with a Really Bad Hangover. I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is Can't Get It Up. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is Losing half my house in the divorce. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. There's got to be an easier way at 50-odd years old for you to make money in Hollywood. <laughs> I'll leave that right there. Now, you might have seen the news this week. How could you have avoided it? The whole uh, press conference with the Prime Minister and PVO, the journo, talking about these leaked text messages. Uh, so so PVO, Peter Van Onselen, no, I'm no fan of him, but whatever, he shared leaked text messages between Gladys Berejiklian, former, PM, uh, former Premier of New South Wales, and then a current Cabinet Minister, but Gladys apparently calls the Prime Minister a horrible, horrible man and the Cabinet Minister calls him a psycho. I've been called a psycho many times. Whatever. Go, Gladys. Now, you know someone really means what they're saying when they double down on a word. So one horrible, well, you can live with that. But two horribles, Gladys is serious. I mean, horrible, horrible. She's she's serious. It could have been all taken out of context, though. I mean, maybe they were just texting after like a big night at like a, a Liberal Party function and Scott Morrison was a, making everyone do tequila shots. Oh, he's a horrible, horrible man. He's a psycho. I mean, that's exactly what you'd say the next day about the person that makes you do tequila shots. It's always that way. <laughs> uh, so we will be fair on Gladys and the unnamed, uh, the unnamed cabinet minister who hasn't got text messages on their phone saying nasty things about the PM. I mean, everyone, everyone in the world, grab any phone and search messages for Hawaii bushfires, vaccines, Prime Minister, something's going to come up in everyone's phone. (laughs) Um, Who would you not want to be, though, this morning? The unnamed Liberal Cabinet Minister who called ScoMo a psycho? Hmm, I don't think he's going to be unnamed for much longer. How long do you reckon it's going to take for his name to come out? ScoMo acts like he's he's everyone's best mate, yeah, but he's not the sort of bloke who lets people get away with calling him a psycho. You might say he's... Well, quite mad like that, hey? Anyway, uh, if you do need to talk to a Liberal Cabinet Minister, do not call them this morning because they're all busy deleting text messages. (laughs) Ah, Freaking out. Wow. What a time to be alive, hey? Honestly, I need a nap. Uh, I've got another episode of the show coming up for you on Friday where I do a full dive into TV and I can also add a few uh, interviews to the mix as well. So that's it. Short and sweet from me today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and yeah, peace out. Be nice to each other. If you want more from Anna, make sure you catch your weekday mornings on Gippsland's Triple M. Also available on Listener.